Hare Krishna. Jarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Gopijanavalava Kirivada Dari Jaya Gopijanavalava Kirivada Dari Yashorananda Braja Janaranjana Yashorananda Braja Janaranjana Jamuna Tira Vanachali Jamuna Tira Vanachali Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopijanavalava Kirivada Dari Jaya Gopijanavalava Kirivada Dari Yashorananda Braja Janaranjana Yashorananda Braja Janaranjana Jamuna Tira Vanachari Jamuna Tira Vanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Prabhupada, 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 Jaya Jaya, Prabhupada, Jaya Jaya, Guru Guru Dev, Guru Dev, Jaya Jaya, Guru Dev. Nitai Gora Premanandi, Hari Hari Bo, Srimad Bhagavatam Ki, Srila Prabhupada Ki, Iskan Guru Ki. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 1, Text Number 12 Questions by the Sages Text Number 12 Sutta Janasi Badram Te Bhagavam Satvatam Pati Devakyam Vasudevasya Jato Yasya Chikirsaya Sukha Janasi Badram Te Bhagavan Satvatam Pati 
Devakyam Vasudevesya Jato Jasa Chikirsaya Sutta Janasi Badram Te Bhagavan Svat Savatam Pati Devakyam Vasudevasya Jato Vasya Chikrisaya Word for word, Sutta, O Sutta Goswami, Janasi, you know. Badramte, all blessings upon you. Bhagavan, the personality of Godhead. Satvatam, of the pure devotees. Pati, the protector. Devakyam, in the womb of Devaki. Vasudevasya, by Vasudev. Jataha, born of. Excuse me. Yasya, for the purpose of Chikirsaya, executing. Translation in purport by His Divine Grace. Shila Esi Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shila Prabhupada Ki, Jai Shila Prabhupada. Translation, all blessings upon you, O Sutta Goswami. You know for what purpose the personality of Godhead appeared in the womb of Devaki as the son of Vasudev. The translation again, all blessings upon you, O Sutta Goswami. You know for what purpose the personality of God had appeared in the womb of Devaki as the son of Vasudev. Purport. Bhagavan means the almighty God who is the controller of all opulence, power, fame, beauty, knowledge, and renunciation. He is the protector of his pure devotees. Although God is equally disposed to everyone, he is especially inclined to his devotees. Sat means the absolute truth, and persons who are servitors of the absolute truth are called sattvatas. The personality of Godhead who protects such pure devotees is known as the protector of the sattvatas. Badram, te, or blessings upon you, indicates the sage's anxiety to know the absolute truth from the speaker. Lord Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, appeared to Devaki, the wife of Vasudev. Vasudev is the symbol of the transcendental position wherein the appearance of the Supreme Lord takes place. Omagana Tanrandasya Jananjanan Salakaya Chakshu and Militam Jena. Tazmai Shri Guruvena Maha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Sapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Daranti Svapadantikam. I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my humble obeisances unto the dust of his lotus feet. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shimate Tamal Krishna Goswami Niti Namane. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prestaya Bhutale Shimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Niti Namane. Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavari Paska Jadisha Tarine Banchakalpa Trubascha Kripasunavasevacha Patitanam Bhavanabio Vaishnavabio Namonamaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
so we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, chapter one, text number twelve. And we're hearing about the sages. They're getting ready to hear from Sutta Goswami. And the the sages assembled are very, very anxious. They're anxious to hear the the Srimad Bhagavatam narrated. Why? Because it's nectar, it's nectarian to uh persons who are trained in knowledge of the supreme absolute truth, to hear the, the Bhagavatam, to read the Bhagavatam, to hear Bhagavad Gita, to hear it spoken, to hear it discoursed, to hear it discussed, is so nectarian. It's so enjoyable. It is the life of their lives. It is the nectarian of life. And there were others that were similarly anxious to receive this knowledge. And that was all of the people in the Western countries who were waiting, waiting for Sri the Prabhupada to bring the Bhagavatam, not only uh, 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 spiritually through teachings, but also physically, right? Physically, Sri the Prabhupada brought Srimad Bhagavatam in his original uh, cantos, first canto of the Bhagavatam, three volumes of the first canto. And so, they came in, a, in 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 trunks, in crates that were loaded onto the ship, the Jaladuta. And I wanted to mention that today because yesterday, the 13th of August, was the first day, the anniversary of the first day of Sri the Prabhupada's journey from Calcutta to Boston Harbor and then to New York. And it, we, we all know the story and we hear it a lot. But I don't think it really, really, really occurs to us how incredible it was what Srila Prabhupada did. I just reread the, the, uh, the, the Jaladuta diary the last couple days and I was so, uh, tickled to see, wow, um, I was reading it, uh, last night and, and that was the actual day, the first day, the 13th, that Srila Prabhupada started his journey. And so, um, in reading it, and, and I highly recommend everyone read it, I've heard bits of it before. There's the famous prayers that he wrote on board the Jaladuta, we've all heard, and there's the uh, certain sections of, of his diary are, are, are very famous. We know the contents. But when you read the whole thing, you really get a sense of Srila Prabhupada's incredible humility and dedication and how much he suffered on that journey. It was not an easy journey. It never is. It was not a giant ship. It was not something like a Titanic or a great big ocean liner that can absorb the, uh, the, the ups and downs of the ocean, the sea, the rocky boats, the sea. No, the Jaladuta was a fraction of the size of one of those ships. So you can just imagine how much it moves over the swells and the, um, the the craziness of the seas that Srila Prabhupada, that the Jaladuta encountered while Srila Prabhupada traveled on board. And so he and he, he suffered seasickness and so, such illness that he uh, it, it caused heart attacks and he he nearly perished. And so he he had to take shelter we already know he even already was taken full shelter of of Lord Sri Krishna, but even more so, Krishna was there with him 
And so Krishna put him through this pastime, put, th- put him through this arduous journey. Why? Why does Krishna do this to his pure devotee? Because he wants, they are the examples. They are the acharyas. They are the divine examples for us. Are we going to have to take a, 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 a sea journey like Srila Prabhupada did? No. We don't do that anymore. People fly on airplanes, right? They fly on jets, jumbo jets. They're very large and they're very, very comfortable. And the journey is a fraction of the time. Srila Prabhupada was in that boat for 40 days. 40 days. Can you imagine being in a small cabin and on a steamer ship <laughs> for 40 days? Days traveling. Oh my gosh. We don't, we, you don't really understand it. You just think it was, well, we're, we're so used to just flying over or being on a boat. If we ever were on one, it's a quick journey. We're on, we're off because we didn't go very far. We're on a lake or we're on a river and we just cross. But to imagine being in a, in, in, in a, in a cabin on the boat, having to cook for himself, having to, do everything, uh, and, and at one point he had a cabin mate. I never knew that. After Cochin, he, he has a cabin mate, so he didn't even have a place to himself, no privacy, and we can just imagine what it must have been like if this person was not of a, of a devotional demeanor, if, if they were eating foul things or they were, but Srila Prabhupada doesn't mention that. He just mentions very quickly he had a cabin mate after Cochin. It doesn't mention how long he had the cabin mate, whether the man got off at Suez or somewhere else, maybe Gibraltar. I don't know if they really stopped. I think they passed through Gibraltar. But, um, Srila Prabhupada in his diary, each step of the way, almost every day he makes notations, he makes entries. And you really get a gist of it. You get a feel for what Srila Prabhupada went through. And that physically it was not anything like some easy trip. You know, we all complain about uh, a 15-hour plane ride. If you go overseas, oh my gosh. You know, um, a lot of people I know, they've never been that long on an airplane. They've flown to, you know, maybe seven, eight hours. Maybe they went to Hawaii or somewhere. And they go, well, how long is the plane flight to Asia? How long is it, you know? Well, the the longest leg can be up to 14, 15, 16 hours. And they say, I could never, never tolerate being on a plane that long. (laughs) They bring you... Uh, uh, food and drink, you know, you can order vegetarian food, you shouldn't eat it, you should bring prashadam, right? But, you know, for, for a non-devotee, it's a cushy thing, it's a, it's a plush seat, you've got entertainment, They've oftentimes they have, uh, a, a, you know, a TV in, this, in the head seat in front of you, and you can pick and watch shows, you have books to read, magazines, people have it so easy, and it's only a 14-hour journey or a 12-hour journey in, by airplane overseas. And people will complain bitterly about having to do that. And they'll spend thousands of extra dollars to fly in a nicer uh, class in the airplane. To fly, fly first class can be ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. But people will spend that so they have more comfort because they could never imagine just sitting in a smaller seat in the back, you know, which is still a billion times more comfortable than what Srila Prabhupada had to endure. And so uh, 
it really struck me and I in reading that last night and then I woke up this morning and I was thinking, well, I'd like to say something about that. And uh, then I got an opportunity to give class. So um, that's so nice. It's so kind. Krishna will do something like that. Srila Prabhupada will let me, my Guru Maharaj, Samal Krishna Maharaj, will let me be here and in some small way try to glorify His Divine Grace. Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada, Ki Jai. What Prabhupada did is unprecedented. It is amazing in the details, in, in the large sense, in the small sense, in every sense of what Srila Prabhupada did, it was beyond belief. It was beyond amazing because he was empowered by Krishna to do these things. And so we struggle in our daily lives. We're, 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 we're stuck in situations. We feel, uh, we want to feel, uh, sad about it or bad about it. And, and we, we feel we're suffering too much. And, and, and so it, it's just, it, it's so difficult. Why is the world so difficult? Just remember what, what Srila Prabhupada had to go through and it'll make our burdens less. We can remember how Srila Prabhupada didn't give up. He never gave up. And that's very important too, to not give up once you start something. But also it's very important to actually start the thing that you're going to do. Srila Prabhupada was a lifetime in preparation. A lifetime in preparation for what he did. He had to uh, deal with uh, so many things. And in his life, he had a family. He had to detach from the family. He had to prepare his Bhagavatams. He wanted to bring them to the West. He knew that that would fund his movement, and it funded his early days in New York too. He sold sets of the Bhagavatam, and uh, not only did he propagate the Srimad Bhagavatam, he worshipped Bhagavatam. So we must do the same. We must listen to Bhagavatam, understand it, discourse on it, and feel the nectar. Srila Prabhupada on his journey was feeling the nectar of the pastimes of Lord Chaitanya. He had Chaitanya Charitamrita with him. He had Bhagavatam with him. And he was reading those books on board the Jaladuta. You know, he, he didn't just distribute his books. He read them and he knew them and he could discourse on them. And so the same is there for us while we're struggling in this material world. We don't have to feel so bad. We don't have to take the sufferings so strongly if we are aware of the Bhagavatam. We're aware of Bhagavad Gita. We're chanting. We're associating with devotees. We're honoring Prashadam. It will make your life a lot easier. We've all experienced this. We've all felt it. We all know it's true. Sometimes we dry out. We dry out a little bit in our bhakti. Our creeper's not being nourished right. It's not receiving the water of chanting like it should. And we feel it. We feel discouraged. We feel extra uh, difficulty. We feel acutely, more sharply, more diffi- the difficulties. We feel the pain. And, and if it, it doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to suffer more acutely. We're going to suffer, but the, 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 the amazing thing about Krishna consciousness is, is you will still suffer in the material world, but the suffering will not overwhelm you. It will not be as acute. It will not be the focus of your attention. You will just, it'll be something you're going through, but it's not going to overwhelm you. It's, it's going to be something where you know what it is and it serves its purpose. And it's a reminder. Ah, I have to remember Krishna. Ah, I have to surrender to the instructions of my spiritual master. (laughs) So that's why suffering is there. 
for us as devotees. We, we must continue to struggle and strive and not just, uh, uh, withdraw from the world. Just say, well, I'm just going to chant and hide out, not do anything else and I won't suffer as much. You will still suffer and you are not carrying out the principle of our movement, which is to give this, give this Krishna consciousness to other. And again, Prabhupada's divine example. He, he suffered so much on that trip. Difficulty, seasickness, uh, cramped quarters, being stuck on a little tiny boat for 40 days. Srila Prabhupada, uh, tolerated. Can't we tolerate a little bit in the material world? Can't we tolerate only eating Krishna Prashad? Can't we only tolerate going out on books? Can't we tolerate chanting 16 rounds? Compared with what Srila Prabhupada had to tolerate, it's nothing. It's easy. And it will bring us the nectarian feelings and enjoyment and and spiritual bliss that we're all hankering for. We're hankering for this. We don't want material enjoyment. We all know it's false and empty and shallow and gross. And it's not what we're meant for. We're meant for higher spiritual enjoyment and not being dragged down into the muck by maya and sense enjoyment and our senses and 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 feeling overwhelmed by the ugliness of the material world and what's happening it is ugly it is bad it's kali yuga it's supposed to be and kali yuga is especially awful so that people will turn to god they will turn away from the material glaring material effulgence, which won't look so good to them after some time because they see how ugly the world is. They say, well, wait a minute. How can all this ugliness be happening? All these bad things be happening? How much suffering in my own life, my body? Adi-Devic, Adi-Botic, Adi-Atma. Why are all these sufferings there? So they begin to say, well, you know, when I was little, I learned this about God. I learned that about Jesus. I learned that about Islam, uh, uh, Judaism, Christianity, Buddha, and so they will, if they're inclined, spiritually inclined and a little bit intelligent, when they realize this material world is not a place of enjoyment, they will turn inward and begin the process of questioning more. And they'll rely. People write, didn't we all do this? We relied on the things we'd been taught in our youth and become more spiritually inclined. And then we learn more. From the point at which we decide, I need to learn more. I need to do more. I'm feeling the the attraction to a more spiritual, God-centered life. But wait a minute, who is God, right? Who is Jesus? <laughs> who are the prophets? Who are the devotees? Who are the sadhus? Who are the acharyas? What are the holy books? What holy books should I really be reading? You know, what what are the what is real spiritual knowledge? Now, what is yoga? What does it mean? Uh, how do I live a more healthy life? You know, I, I see some people, they, they don't eat meat, and they seem to be uh, happy, and they, they're satisfied. And they, they, they don't age. They don't look so bad <laughs> when they get older. Have you seen people that eat meat a lot when they get older? Oh, they look terrible. They look haggard. They just look wiped out. It's so sad, you know. I know people, they're my same age. I've literally watched them age and turn into, you know, almost just, just really old before your eyes. And, and I'm not, you know, I don't look especially young or anything, but I don't look as bad as some of my friends, right? Cause they're living a very harsh lifestyle, right? Eating meat, taking intoxication 
and and engaging in all disgusting activities. And these activities come with heavy karma. You get heavy reactions. You get, uh, and it's not that we become vegetarian because we want to look young, but it's just a it's just a factor. It's just something that happens. There's so many devotees in our movement. You meet them and. They, they've been 30, 40, 50 years in the movement and they do not look older than 30 or 40 years old. It's amazing. So we, the, the people in the outside world see this. Wow, they come to the, to the temple and they see a kirtan. People are chanting and dancing and they're very happy. And this philosophy is really nice. Wow, it's, it's explaining things in a concrete and intelligent in real way, and there's no speculation, right? Srila Prabhupada doesn't speculate. He, he, he gives us Krishna because he has Krishna. He understands Krishna purely. And Prabhupada says in the Jaladutta diary, he mentions that Krishna is his companion. Krishna is his companion. And he writes his first poem uh, about uh, after his heart attacks. He writes that about his realization. He says he has a dialogue with Krishna. He speaks with Krishna. And then he writes these beautiful prayers. And I, I would have brought the book, but I'm giving an impromptu class or I could read from it. I'm sorry. But I'll just paraphrase. And, uh, the, 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 the point of it, the meaning is that Krishna, uh, is, is always there in the heart of the pure devotee. He's his constant companion. Constant. Constantly there for the pure devotee. He's constantly there for us too, right? Krishna's always there for us in our heart. He's the super soul. And what is super soul? Super soul is Krishna expanded in everybody's heart. Krishna's in everybody's heart. And who else is, is, is super soul? Is also the devotees, the Bhagavatam, the Bhagavad Gita, the gurus, the acharyas. They're all there as super soul helping us. And, and we can just imagine if if you if we could really understand how Krishna is with us right now, how incredible that would be, how incredible we would feel, you know, to always be seeing Krishna. Oh my gosh, to be able to close our eyes and just see Krishna. And when Prabhupada did that, he he would often exhibit ecstatic symptoms, right? Ecstatic emotion when he was giving class or he was chanting or he was thinking about you know, the famous example is, is Atlanta. He was discussing Gorni Thai, Shushi Gorni Thai. Lord Chaitanya and Lord Nityananda, and he said how merciful these lords are. How merciful they are. And they're plumbing the depths, plumbing the depths of love for Godhead in separation, which is the highest. And, and Lord Chaitanya breaks open the storehouse of love of God and, and distributes it freely. And this, this love for Krishna and separation is so intense and it's so special and so wonderful that Krishna himself wanted to experience it. So he does. He gets to, he comes as Lord Chaitanya. So he can experience what is love of God in separation. And then there's togetherness and then there's separation. And so that juxtaposition, uh, is what gives taste, ruchi, flavor to the, to the relationship. It, it's there for us. We eat something spicy. We cool it off. We eat something, we eat foods with each other. That it, 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 it's variety. It brings out the, uh, enjoyment of things because they're, they're different. And from, and from a different perspective, we can see it. Uh, uh, Rupanuga Prabhu was discussing this in his lecture recently. And so I'm, I'm very much just paraphrasing that, not getting it exactly right. 
but it's it's so nice to um, to to ha- see the variety. And Krishna is a, a variety personified, right? Everyone says, well, if, if he's all these different expansions and he's multiple gods, no, he's one one god, but he can have unlimited expansions, right? How many costumes can we put on? How many different people can we be? How many different personalities can we exhibit? You know, someone with, with brain damage, they have multiple personality disorder. You know, they can, there's so many, why, you know, God can't do that and still be God? You know, no, it's not, uh, 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 you know, polytheistic. It's mono, monotheistic. And Krishna can come. Krishna can do anything he wants. You know, he can appear as the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets, the the entire cosmos, the everything, the Mahatattva. Everything is Krishna, and he can do what he wants. He can appear as he wants. And just because a part of him goes out and becomes a plenary expansion, that doesn't mean that there's any lesser, that Krishna's any lesser because so many Vishnu expansions go out, because so many Acharyas go out, because he inspires so many devotees. Um, I was looking at the uh, moon last night as I drove home from work, and the moon had just risen over the skyline of Dallas, and actually it was it was kind of high up. It was about... Uh, it wasn't just over the skyline, it was a little bit higher, but it was cloudy and the sun was on the other side of where I was driving. I was going forward looking at the moon and it, it had a wispy quality to it, uh, ethereal. It was ethereal and just so beautiful. It was almost a full moon because we have Balaram Purnima coming up tomorrow. Uh, we have the full moon of Lord Balaram's mercy about to rise and bless the whole world. But I, I saw this beautiful moon rising, and it was uh, a bluish background sky and a nice white disk, beautiful, ethereal, and it was a little bit, uh, not really cloudy, but just like I said, a tiny bit hazy, but still visible and beautiful. And I got a sense of looking at the at the moon, how beautiful it was. The ethereal beauty of it was amazing. And, and you just think how beautiful that is. And Krishna's beauty can defeat millions of such moons. Millions and millions and millions of times more beautiful than that moon is Krishna. Krishna is even more beautiful. And so you just can imagine, you know, if you can see Krishna, how attracted you would be all the time. And so how, what is this process? How do we see Krishna? Prabhupada makes it clear, if you follow the teachings of the Hare Krishna movement and you take an initiation from a spiritual master and you chant Hare Krishna every day, you will develop pure love for God and you'll see Him. You'll see Krishna. Personally, you'll you'll see Him. And Prabhupada promises this. And if Prabhupada promises it, then it's going to happen. Krishna says, don't believe me, I, I can change my word because he's Krishna. I'll promise you something, one day I'll take it back because that's part of his pastime. That's the way Krishna likes to do things, to increase the enjoyment of his devotees, right? He can increase the enjoyment of his devotees by being contrary, by being difficult. So we're gonna, we get to that higher level of understanding Krishna later. But now, for now, we need to remember uh, uh, the great uh, debt. We owe such a debt to Srila Prabhupada for what he did coming to the West on the Jaladuta 
for 40 days. And he just started that journey yesterday in the calendar year. So we're at the anniversary yesterday of Prabhupada beginning his journey. So he's just headed to out of Calcutta. Actually, they're there for a day or two in Calcutta before they can get out of of Calcutta. I think they're loading the boat still. But Prabhupada talks about how shallow the uh, the Ganges is coming out into the Indian Ocean, and they're going to go to travel down south in the Indian Ocean to Lanka, Lanka. And of course, back then it was called Ceylon. So it's interesting. Shri Prabhupada uses its modern term Ceylon, but it is Sri Lanka, Lanka. And so he's on his way to Lanka, and uh, it's not. It, at first, it's it's kind of nice. It's not too uh, wavy, but the ocean becomes difficult very quickly, and that's the way it is for us. Everything's nice. We're at home. We're in the temple. We go out. The waves start instantly. Right? It becomes difficult. So remember the Bhagavatam. Remember Prabhupada's sufferings and our sufferings don't have to be as difficult. They don't have to affect us so much. They won't. They will become the cornerstones of our success. The difficulties that we endure, the struggles that we we undergo for Krishna, for regular, for non-devotees, they suffer for no reason. It's just karma. But devotees, when we suffer or we do something, we struggle or we strive, it's for Krishna and it's to our eternal benefit. And Krishna never forgets. And one day we'll see the beautiful smiling face of the Lord. The smiling face of Kalachanji, which defeats the beauty of millions and millions, billions of moons. And so let's remember these things. And a nice short class today. I hope uh, if anyone was listening, it was okay. And I didn't... uh, Say anything offensive. Please forgive any offenses I may have committed. And please uh, read Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Shri Prabhupada ki jai. Madangopal ki jai. Nice to see you. Hare Krishna.